Gamerheads Podcast is part of the Little Fellow Media Podcast Network, sponsored by podcast host Budsprout, the easiest podcasting software for hosting, promoting, and tracking your podcast. And welcome to another episode of Gamerheads Reviews. And today I'm joined by Christian. Hello. Christian, welcome. Today we are talking about Creature in the Well. Mm-hmm. And you beat this game. Yes, sir. And I have not yet, but I <laughs> I, I made it pretty far, but I, I'm I'm still uh, still working at it. So I'm glad that you beat it, but we can talk about our uh, our thoughts on the game. So uh Creature in the Well. It's a well, I guess I'll let you describe it because every time I describe it, I describe it as like a pinball pinball esque game. But uh, what do you think? What, how would you describe this game? Because I think this is the hardest part is describing this game to somebody. Yes, I would highly recommend going out and watching footage because it'll make a lot more sense if you do that. Uh, but to try and put it into text form, it's very difficult. When I saw footage of it at the Nintendo Direct, they were saying pinball meets dungeon crawlers and i think pinball is a bit misleading i feel like this isn't exactly pinball because we've had we've had a indie metroidvania pinball game called yoku's island express yeah and that didn't even like entirely bill itself as a pinball game but that's like straight up what it is there's a ball and you're hitting it with flippers and you got to hit certain targets in certain lanes where the ball just goes around in creature in the well there are like bumper things there's like blocks and you have to grab these balls and hit them at the blocks in order to make the blocks disappear and you get currency out of the blocks so that that made it more seem more like breakout to me or there's those mobile games where you have like 99 balls or whatever and you fling them at the bricks and then you try and get as many balls as possible through that kind of thing yeah so that's what it is i mean you're in a dungeon you play as a robot and you're in this strange mechanical contraption and you don't exactly know what's going on the lore is very understated it's kind of you poking around trying to trying to uh, you don't really know right away and you eventually stumble upon an objective and you explore what it is this machine is and as you go from room to room you hit these balls and you hit them into these blocks and as you hit the blocks with the balls that you use certain sticks or weapons to hit you get power which is like the currency this little electricity symbol and you use that to unlock more doors and get further on into the dungeons yeah and as you play through this there's the creature that lurks below Yeah, it's kind of scary. And <laughs> so this creature is your nemesis, I guess, through the whole the whole game. The thing I like about this game that's kind of unique versus other games is like every level that you you play in, he's the boss at the end at the end of every level. And it's 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 almost like uh the the boss fights, I guess, are almost like puzzles a little bit, I would say. Um, you have to, um, you have to hit, like you mentioned how you have those different bricks or those different blocks that you have to keep hitting to, to like make them go away. Uh, and there's certain, certain times where you have to hit the ball at a certain angle or a certain area to make those, you know, to make it work perfectly. And there's rooms like that too, where like, if you want to unlock a, a certain weapon or unlock a certain secret room, 
you have to clear the room of all the, the, the blocks or the bumpers. In doing so, then it will open up a secret door or the boss fights are similar like that too. Um, and that's not always easy. I mean, but there's some strategy to this. It's not just whacking the ball around. There is some strategy to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of plays out like an action puzzle type deal yeah. where you're trying to hit all the bumpers and sometimes there's time intensive stuff. Sometimes these bumpers are moving. Sometimes the blocks are moving and you have to hit a tight window or sometimes you have to like time your sword slashes correctly to avoid a projectile that an enemy shooting at you or something like that. So you have to be a little quick on the draw in many sequences, but you also kind of have to discern where it is you should be hitting the ball so that they ricochet off the right spots and so that you can take care of all of the bumpers within the allotted time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the other thing is that some of, the, some of those bumpers are timed and then you have to start all over. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and those are really difficult. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm struggling on one that I'm trying... It, it's, it's not necessary. I don't have to complete this room. Um, but I want to complete it because I think it's going to open up a secret door for me and then I would get a new weapon a new a new stick or something to hit the ball with (laughs) yeah this game is very very unique and that's what i like most about it i have not played any game like creature in the well and because it's not like just pinball you're not hitting a ball with flippers up into lanes and into bumpers you are a character on from a top-down perspective and you're using your two weapons one to charge up the balls and give them more power and one to hit them back at things in order to you know move on and get more currency and get more power and they play around with these blocks in very interesting ways i was impressed they find a way to vary it up all the way up through the end of the game, they're throwing these new concepts and these new ideas that they can do with this system where you're building up these uh, balls and then you're hitting them at things and they uh, set up situations where maybe you don't want the ball to hit certain spots or maybe you have to do certain things fast or maybe you have to use enemies to your advantage. Very interesting like ways of varying up that formula so that it doesn't quite grow too stale by the time you're played through to the finish yeah well let's let's move on to the 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 tip in the top the things that we liked about the game so christian what what were some things that you liked about this game i like how it's very unique it's crazy crazy unique because i've never played a game like this before and it's also pretty satisfying it's got a flow to it which i like a lot you you get the balls in your like grasp of your sword and you just keep on hitting them and they'll just keep on following you as long as you keep hitting them. And so you you get like three balls and it feels like you're almost juggling, even though you're just sitting there holding a button. You're kind of juggling these balls and you're kind of shimmying over here in order to get them, kind of finagle them in the right spot before you hit them off. And so it feels like you're doing a lot more than you actually are, but it feels great. It's got a really nice flow and pacing to it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, one thing that I, I really liked about the game is when you beat one of those puzzles, I mean, it just feels really satisfying. Like, you just, <laughs> you're like, oh my goodness, I can't, yes, that was awesome. And when, like, when you hit those angles just right, and you you know, like, you figured out the puzzle, right, and it works, and, oh, it is such a good feeling. The other thing I really liked about this game, too, it is action-packed, but it's weird, but it also kind of is relaxing. Like I just enjoy just kind of exploring and, and, you know, hitting those balls with, you know, it just felt, it just felt 
I don't know, it just felt relaxing, but yet, but <laughs> yet there's a lot of action going on. I really liked it. It was a weird feeling. I, I, I really liked that about the game. Yeah. Uh, what are some things, what are the flips and flops and what are some things that you said, Ugh, like, if this could have changed this, this would have been better. There are a handful of things that uh, kind of annoyed me throughout the, my entire playthrough. One of those being the map. The map is very confusing. Yeah. And it's like a bunch of nodes connected by lines, but the map doesn't like rotate with your perspective. So it's very yeah. easy to get lost. Like if there's three doors <laughs> in a room, and then there's three lines extending from that room on your map. You don't know which one is really which. And that can be very confusing and disorienting if you're just trying to get through and clean up an area of the last couple of rooms you didn't hit up yet. Yeah, I agree. That I, I struggled with that too. Uh, yeah, there was a one part where I was going through. I'm like, what? Which way do we need to go now? Because the the room, I mean, the the down the top down perspective spins, but the map doesn't. And then, yeah, you're right. It just kind of throws you off. Yeah. Any anything else? Yes, I think. The game suffers from a bit too much of reuse. It likes reusing things. And this isn't a very long game. Maybe like took me like five, six hours to get through in one sitting. But that's what makes that reuse stand out a little bit more. Because there's areas that are like the exact same regardless of what level you're on. There's like the area that's just full of blocks and that area happens like in multiple dungeons and you get there and you're like, oh, okay, I got to dungeon room B. It's the same one. And I, I they supposedly have it there so that you can build up some power currency to open up the next couple of doors. But it's still like you guys couldn't come up with a different room for this situation. We're just doing dungeon room B again. Yeah. That was kind of frustrating. And then the boss stages are like exactly the same too. Like the room right before a boss is the same. And then you yeah. get to the boss and then it pulls you down on this square platform the same. It plays out differently. The actual boss stages as it pulls you up are different, but it plays out the same. And then afterwards you're dumped out to this room that looks exactly the same, regardless of which of the dungeons you just cleared. Yeah. And it's weird because those rooms aren't exactly symmetrical either. And when you get to the first one, it's like, oh, this room is kind of strangely structured because you walk up to the front, activate whatever you have to activate, and then you go around and loop around and go underneath a bridge. And that's kind of weird. It's kind of like a unique design, but that design is repeated for every at the end of every single one of like the 10, 12 dungeons that you play through. Yeah. No, I... I... I agree with that. And one thing that happened to me when I was playing the game, I made it to uh, the boss room and I wanted to explore. There's some places I didn't explore yet. So I wanted to go back and And when you make it to the room right before the boss, like he climbs up part of the, the well, right. And he has like this whole long monologue that he says to you, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much go back. You don't know what you're doing, blah, 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 blah. And I walked in and he started talking and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this yet. And I left and I came back into the room. And I didn't get the the cut scene or the speeches again. I mean, it was... Oh, I see. It, yeah. So I was kind of disappointed in that. I mean, I maybe understood maybe that first speech bubble wouldn't have popped up again. But I didn't see any of them. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so I was like, oh, did I break the game? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> uh, and I, don't, I mean, I will say the one thing I, I did like about this game, though, is... The lore, I mean, I know we mentioned this before, but like you're not really told a whole lot. You're you're kind of understanding it through the game. And I did like about I did like that about the game, that you understand the lore as you play through. Uh 
it gives you like a sense of just something that's bigger than yourself that's going on. Totally. Uh, so what did you, what was your final thoughts? What was your well, final Roger, thoughts? I'm not done complaining right? about creature in the oh, world. Oh, 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 then continue. <laughs> so when you're, you're in these sections, this boss fights, especially there's a lot of projectiles coming your way. There's a lot of projectiles that are getting flung at you and your character moves pretty slowly and there is a sprint, and you have to hold down one of the face buttons to sprint. And I had a lot of problems with that sprint. It was very yes. persnickety and finicky. My guy would sprint sometimes and then not sprint others, and I would get hit with balls and my health would go way down, and I'd be like, it was, if my sprint worked, I probably would have been fine. Yeah. And those balls are heat-seeking, too. Mm-hmm. They throws at you. So those, that can be a little difficult. Uh, yes. Another was, complaint. No, oh, go yeah, ahead. No, I was just going to say. I think. I think the other thing I was going to say along with that is some of those. Some of the challenges are really, really challenging, right? Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, it. I don't know. Like I said, how this game was kind of relaxing. There are times where I felt like I want to throw my controller, but I always came back to those anyway. Ooh. Uh. So anyway, what are you going to say? Uh, uh, I also d- like it goes for a very minimalistic style, which works for the story. Mm. It works yeah. with them not, you know, telling you outright. There's not a wall of text when you start. You just start playing as this robot. You kind of walk and then you kind of hear pick up on some dialogue here and there. You read these logs on the machines. That's good. The minimalistic stuff doesn't work when it comes to mechanics stuff because they don't really explain much to you at all when it comes to leveling your character up. Yeah. You get these cores and then you have to end up stumbling into this one specific location in the main town where this individual will be able to level you up. And that's not really described to you at all. What And, and honestly, Christian, I don't even know what leveling up does for me. Really? What does it do? It oh. lets you charge up a ball even more. Oh, so okay. if, like, you start out only being able to charge it up to, like, 60 or something, then eventually you, every time you level up, you can get it up to, like, 200 even. Okay. Okay. And I'm pretty sure some of the fights and some of the stages are impossible without being sufficiently leveled up. Because I got through, like, three quarters of the game, half the game, not knowing that you could level up because the game didn't tell me. Yeah. And then I hit a boss fight and then I was like, well, this is like borderline impossible. I don't know what to do. So I had to, you know, just kind of fumble around and be like, well, I got these cores. I guess I might as well figure out what to do with these because I don't know what else to do. And then I found out that I could level up and that made the boss level actually beatable. Yeah. And and it's crazy because I think, Part of, you know, stumbling across that blacksmith that, that helps you with your cores. Mm-hmm. Part of that is that you would never, well, I mean, I guess you would never think about going up to the town unless you die. Yeah. And if you don't die, <laughs> you're not going to probably mm-hmm. go up to that town, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's another problem that I had was that there's no, like, respawn. There's no, like, quit to town option. It's just, like, close the game. I had, because when I was fighting the boss and then it was impossible for me to kill it, what I had to do was, like, cleverly move myself so that it killed me because it wasn't easy for the boss to kill me in that situation. Mm. So I had to, like, go out of my way to get it to kill me. And there was one time where I, like, was next to a block or something and I like 
got stuck in it. And so my character was stuck in between these two blocks and he wouldn't get out. He kept jittering. And I was like, well, this would be a great time for a quit to town button. Yeah. But I was just stuck there and I had to quit out to the, you know, quit out of the game, get back in and do a handful of rooms over again. Ugh. Yeah, that's a little frustrating. Uh, any other thoughts on the flip and flop, Christian, before we move on to the final thoughts? Nah, that's all I got. Okay. All right. So what are your final thoughts on this game and your final grade? I think it is crazy unique, and that's what I like about it a lot. I mean, this game carves out its own genre almost in a way that doesn't make it just pinball, doesn't make it just a dungeon crawler, but it combines aspects of both into this very fascinating and cohesive whole that's actually satisfying to interact with in a way I really liked. It's got a lot of problems, but it feels like like an indie project that someone was like, you know, this is a cool idea. They went out and did it, and I can really appreciate that regardless of the little, you know, niggles and problems that exist in this, you know, short little fun experience that is free if you have Game Pass. That's right. That's right. Release yeah. day and date on Game Pass. That's yeah, crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, we should mention this is on Game Pass. I mean, Xbox, and then if you have Game Pass, it's available to you to play on Game Pass. It's also on the Switch as well, and I think PC as well, too. I think it's on mm-hmm. Steam. That's yeah. where I played it. Okay. Nice. That's right. That's right. You did. Uh, so what's your final grade? I would give it a commendable B-. minus. It's got flaws, but I mean, overall, there's a very good, solid core to Creature in the Well that makes it absolutely worth playing and one of the 2019 releases that I would definitely recommend. Yeah, me too. I, I agree with that score. And uh, and yeah, I, I I would love to see a sequel to this game. I haven't beaten it yet, so I don't know if they leave that open mm. to a sequel, but I would love to see a sequel to this game or something similar in the same vein because, like like you said, it was a very unique game and I really enjoy playing through the game and just the 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 aspects of it and, and the mechanics behind it. I think there are some things they could clean up for sure, but yeah, I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. So, and you, and if you're looking to see what the gameplay is like, Christian, you can actually go to twitch.tv slash gamerheads podcast and you can see the gameplay there. We did, uh, did a feature on that. So Perfect. cool. All right. Well, thanks Christian for joining me. Thanks for having me. And listeners, you can always hear new episodes of the Gamerheads podcast every Sunday. We release new episodes. And you can get those new episodes by going to GamerheadsPodcast.com. You can also listen to them on any of your podcast listening devices or services such as iTunes, Google Play. Uh, we are on TuneIn as well, so check us out there, Spotify. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, Buzzsprout as well. Uh, we're hosted by Buzzsprout too, so you can check us out there as well. All right, thanks, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Adios. <laughs>